<laughs> Vikings versus Broncos. Good morning, Gallahorn. In the raw. It's Dave here, and if I could figure out how to do the camera thing, we are golden. And of course, I can't. So, there we go. We have Good Morning Gallahorn in the Raw and Live, baby. And we have Ted, Drew, and Dave. <laughs> Ready to talk to you. How about that? Yeah. Oh, baby. Cheers to the win. Woo-hoo. There once was a man named David Stefano who liked to watch his beard grow. He drank, he drank pumpkin spice beer every day of the fucking year. But after that Denver game... I don't blame him. <laughs> hey, we have our first. Yes, go Vikes for Mary. We also have Callie Kid, who joined us last week, who really thought this game should be our yearly letdown game. I'll take that dub. <laughs> Heading into the bye week. Skull, baby. Absolutely. Did now, just to be clear, we did win, right? Yes, we did win. Yeah, yeah it was it was close. So you man. can't got, you can't play that absolutely poorly and still pull a game out. Yes, that is good to know. That's Twenty to know. points behind is the biggest Zimmer come from behind win. The previous was there. eleven points. Come on, you got to start out. Get him up there. Hey, see how low this is? Shocker! I know. But guess what? We couldn't tell, Dave. I got another one. (laughs) And we've never worn a black jersey in the history of the franchise, but let's continue. Hey, but this is, guess who? Dante, alternate. Because I am saluting that game where he threw to Randy Moss, who threw the lateral to Mo Williams, who scored the touchdown in the one of the greatest plays ever in the NFL. Ted, get him another beer, Ted. I uh, I think I think Drew, you and I just need to step back and let Dave run this run this in. Yeah, I'll just I'll just sit back and watch this action. Look, that's what your that's what your tombstone's going to be right there. Right. Dump on a beer. <laughs> yeah. Ted hey. Glover, I can't wait to get your thoughts on that game. I uh, you know I. I missed uh, 
the first car I had to catch up, I was recording the game. Um, I had to drive my wife to the airport. She's going on a, on a really long trip. And, and I, really? I got home. Opposite and, side uh, of the globe. I, I, I got home, and uh, it was like 10 to nothing. I'm like, well, you know, whatever, okay. And then it was 17 nothing, and it was, you know, I'm, I'm watching it, and it was still 10 nothing where I'm watching it. And then I get, like, a little, my little score alert on my phone. I'm like, do I even want to look at it? Because that means Vikings probably scored, and it's now probably close. And it was like 20 to 9. I'm like, holy crap, man. What What is going on? I, yeah. I was, uh, you know, we said on the preview show that Vic Fangio, the head coach of Denver, has a defense the Vikings have a solvent. And for yet another two quarters, Minnesota didn't know what they were doing. On well, yeah, at half, it was 20 to 0, Denver. We had 30, 37 yards at halftime. And, and they had ran, what, 15 or 16 plays? They hadn't even run 20 plays yet, I believe. Awful. Yeah, it was, it was awful. And, and the defense, you know, they won, and, and they held at the end. But I think – Denver ended up running 20 plays on that last drive to end the game. Because uh, at one point it was a 17-play drive, and then they had two or three more. So I, I think that the, the Vikings' defense is is aging before our eyes. And Harrison Smith now uh, went out with a hamstring injury. Um, that's why uh-huh. J. Ron Kirst was in, who played very well, I thought. J. Ron Kirst did. Uh, uh-huh. Made a couple of big plays and big stops at the end. but Two weeks in a row. Yeah. Last guy to touch the ball. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, they converted. I, they converted like what? Fourteen fourth downs on that drive. I mean, I was going <laughs> crazy here. I was like fourth and six, six I, yard pass. I I will say, as bad as the first half was, though, oh. uh, the second half was was really good. And and the defense, you know, Dave, you've talked about Ben, but don't break. They talk about Ben. They they bent it like a hundred and seventy eight degree angle, but they didn't break. I mean, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was I mean, that bent, much. Uh, they only and they only gave up what three points in the second half, which was pretty good. I mean, it was the, the defense was instrumental in the offense getting the ball back and 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 being able to come back and, and get the win. But why couldn't they do that in the first half? Because they want to cause our hearts to maximize. You know, what might be a big play in this game. <clears throat> Remember when Abdullah returned? Everything was already shitty, and Abdullah took it out and fumbled. And we're all thinking, how could it get even worse? The fact that we held him to three right there was kind of huge. I thought the play was a Sandejo interception. Right. We had, a, and then they missed their, they missed a field goal, so they were, they yeah. had some chances down there where they came away pointless. Yeah. So I mean, let's for as bad as the Vikings played, they did have some good, some good things happen, and they did enough to win the game. But yeah. I can't explain the first half, Mister Glover. I really can't. I, who, I, I oh, I can explain the first half. Oh, here, here we go. Let me guess. It was Kirk Cousins' fault. No, 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 no. They were looking towards the bye. Everybody was looking at their vacation plans and whatever they were going to do, and they were going to figure, we'll just skate through this first half, right, or through this game. I don't buy it. And they blew it. You don't buy it? Well, how do you actually explain that? They Big look flat. That's what, that's what happened. Yeah, but the whole offense, Stefanski and Kubiak's offense look flat. The play calling was horrible. You get a free play and you call a screen 
Really? No. You go downfield, right? That that's that's wrong. My 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 amigo, before your heart explodes, <laughs> remember how the Vikings looked in week four in Chicago. We, yeah, we, just I, as bad. you know, I said this on the preview show. It's the exact same defense, different players, same scheme, uh, and, and Denver. To Denver's credit, both on offense and defense, they were playing to win in the first half. They were airing it out. They were throwing every trick in the bag they uh, out on the field that they could. Um, Allen was making some great plays. The defense was making some big stops. They were getting to Cousins. They were getting pressure up the middle. And that's and that's kind of the the uh, the scouting report on the Vikings. If you can get pressure up the middle, uh, you're going to be able to to neutralize offense. And because of that, and because they got behind, Dalvin Cook couldn't get going. I mean, you'll notice once they sort of got within shouting distance, Dalvin Cook started to get some yards, and they they started to incorporate Dalvin Cook more. I think. So, uh, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I mean that. So it was just kind of that that. What, I think Dave what they really did was to... they went to that no huddle at the start of the second half and completely changed their offensive approach, and they got that sense of urgency or whatever. So. I'm sorry, Drew. Go ahead, man. No, no, no. I didn't mean to cut you off. I think Dave, Dave, you know, Dave's a Zimmer guy. You know that. And if he says they're looking forward to the bye week, if he says the players are looking forward to the bye week, which which says they're not going to, the execution's very poor. They're looking forward. If you blame it on that, then you don't. Listen, listen, if you say that, like he just said, it's a creative way of avoiding that Zimmer got his ass out coached by Fangio 100%. See, yeah. now he doesn't say he doesn't want to. He knows it, but he doesn't want to fucking admit it. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Oh, you saw little... my comments in the first they half. I was going to rip Zimmer. He was two, double reverse passes down the. They weren't scared of Zimmer at all, dude. Denver was coming at him full force. Fangio was pulling everything out of the bag, and he was coaching circles around Mike Zimmer. And, and Mike, Mike Zimmer was scared. Fancy was. No they were scared. Look at their offense. They're running ham up the middle. They were frightened. Cousins looked frightened in the pocket. Nobody had any. It was just Fangio was doing it to him again. It was just like the Chicago game all over again. Oh, it and was. If, it was. And, and if you want to go back to, Dave, if you want to say the Vikings players were looking to the week off and they were taking this team lightly, then that's an indictment on Zimmer and the entire coaching staff. Yeah. This team ready to play this game today. Mm-hmm. I, I mean – I don't think that's the case. I, I I don't think that was it. I just think Denver came in with a lot uh, with a, a way more aggressive game plan because look, man, they got nothing to lose. They're they're in a hostile environment. Nobody expects them to win. Let's just throw the kitchen sink at them and see what happens. And what happened was twenty to nothing going into the locker room. Well, and I look forward to watching the local sports tonight to see how those guys go off. Because down as most of you know, I now live in Denver. We're down one offensive lineman and having a rook dog quarterback in the second start. Denver's play caller did an outstanding job. The offensive oh, play absolutely. calling on their part was really well well designed. They had a lot of good plays against us. They had a lot of mismatches against us. They caught a lot of mismatches on us. Um, but in the end, we made a few bigger plays. And let's face it, they dropped the ball a few times on, uh, well, maybe not. Uh, physically dropped the ball, but they dropped the ball in the sense of they made some mistakes, clock management, they missed a field goal, they let a 20-point lead get away, but Denver was out-playing us and out-coaching us in the first half. I don't think oh. the Vikings were looking 
forward, looking at looking past them at all. I think they had no answer. Vikings had no answer. They're right. And I want to throw up. I want to throw right. up from uh, Edwin Broadmarkle, i.e. Eddie Van Halen, on three <laughs> plays. <laughs> if you have deep roots called, <coughs> they throw it. But if it isn't called, you're limited. And it didn't seem to be called in the first half. But in the second half, when Stefanski went to that no-huddle defense, change up the pace, it worked. And that yeah. I am grateful for. That play well, action rollout, we had two play. We did it twice. We had touchdown passes on each one. <laughs> if, let me ask you this. If the Vikings had only been down 10 at halftime, you think they would have gone to that no-huddle offense? You think they would have had that sense of urgency? Probably. No, I don't. But I'm glad they, they make that adjustment because I, making that adjustment shows that they can, and we're going to need that going forward. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely 100% agree. But I think as as sluggish as the as the offense was on their first two or three possessions, whatever it was, and then when Denver went up 17-0 and the Vikings got the ball back and it was still second quarter, I think I would have gone to the no huddle then. I, I, I just – Well, there, I agree. There's, something, there's just something about these slow starts that bug me. I, Drew, you're on to something about the – the Vikings getting on out coached and making adjustments and okay, that's cool. And look, I'm not saying this wasn't a big win. It was a huge win. I, I couldn't imagine being a Vikings fan the next two weeks if they lost to Denver with the bye week and then coming <laughs> to the Seattle Seahawks. Oh God, that would just been a miserable two weeks. It would have been but, rough. But there's there's something I, I don't know what it is, but there's something not right with the way the Vikings start a lot of their games. I, I and it's just and, to, and usually it's just like one side of the ball. It's either right, the offense right. can't get on track or the defense right. has problems. You know, last week it was the defense had had issues in the or in the and because the offense you know started started fast and the defense kind of started to struggle. I, it just I don't know, man. I there's something coaching player inattention to detail. I don't know what the deal is, but it's it's something and it's it, the Vikings are going to go a long ways in the postseason. They need to get that you know, fixed. You know what, Ted Glover? You play a first half like that in the postseason, you ain't coming back. You're, you're getting you're getting run out of the stadium. Is what's happening. Yeah, you're not. You know the fact that we came back. You're going to get 38-7. Is what you're getting. And I respect Denver, but the fact that we were allowed to come back is because they showed their they showed plays that make them a three sixteen that allowed us to get back in it. That letting Diggs behind the backside, letting Rudolph wide open. Those are why they're six three and six. I mean. They've lost four fourth-quarter games now, the Broncos. One of the guys watching this live, Snarlix B. writes, writes, Oh, God, you're not lying, Ted. You are exactly right. Which is strange because I thought he was lying. What what am I right about? Because that'd be a first, brother. The defense, baby, the defense. (laughs) I I will say, uh, Kyle Rudolph, I hope he kept that ball uh, that he caught that touchdown with because he set a personal record. For yards after catch, after he caught that ball, because he he rumbled and bumbled for twenty yards across he the did, goal didn't line. He, he yeah, did. That was impressive. Hey, I got one for you, Eddie Van yeah. Halen, Edwin Broadmarker, Broadmarkle, asks Markle. How seriously do we consider bringing Marcus Sherrill's back, especially no. after Hughes muffs that? But I mean, you know. 
No, Abdullah fumbled today too. I, I I just think it was like everybody played bad, did play bad in the first half. I, I mean, they got it all out of their system in the first thirty minutes. But no, you're not bringing Cheryl's back. Who are you going to cut? Who are you going to get rid of? You're not. And talk about fumbles. So did my favorite quarterback, who actually got a comeback, Kirk Cousins. But anyways. Um, yeah, Kirk was blindsided on that hit, brother. I mean, I, I, it's still a fumble. Should have held on to the ball, but yeah. Hey. You know what? Uh, Kirk Cousins was the Kirk Cousins. Dave likes to call him the bad Kirk. But, yes. you know, we just oh, Kirk and after the first half, him. I was. He threw one pass over up. 10 yards. We watched him stink it up in the first half. Body language was bad. La, 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 la. He was getting sacked. He fumbled once. Couldn't get first downs. Couldn't generate anything downfield. It was all screens and pit and, and little drop-off passes. And then in the second half, Kirk Cousins threw three touchdowns. So, for as much as people give him shit, he didn't fold like a chick. He came back and won the game. He yeah, the after a turnover, I, I think, he I think came that back. I think offense helped him as much as it helped anybody else because you just you just get the play in and you kind of react to what the defense is doing. You don't have you don't have time to think. I don't know. Something happened. Uh, somebody. Well, we've seen cousins in games like this that goes from the stinky first half to a stinky second half. <laughs> yes, yeah, we have. Yeah. Let's give him a little credit for coming back and putting his foot down, saying "fuck this, I want to win this game." And he made some great passes in the second half. Yeah, he did. That, but that how much of that was with... Stefanski? What? Say that how, again, Dave. How much of that was Stefanski's play calls, switching it up, going to the two-minute offense? Going to no huddle and suddenly getting. I think plays they were on something when they went to the when they went to the no huddle because they got it back towards the the ten minute mark of the game and they were still doing it. And with ten minutes left, they were down three. You don't need to do it then. But I think they were Zimmer said or somebody said, hey, or Kirk even said, I like the pace we're going at. They keep, they don't like this pace. Let's keep the right. pace going. They so the did fact no they, huddle. On offense, they didn't know huddle the entire second half, and they they didn't huddle on offense, or at much, least the fourth quarter, yeah, or close to all the. Fourth no, they quarter. they came out the second half started. I don't think they went. I, I don't think they huddled up the entire because because after they went ahead, Denver got the ball and went on that twenty five play drive that got them zero points to end the but, game. But yeah, they were they were uh, in the no huddle, but the play kind of, the the score kind of made them go to that. But I'm saying yeah. it's at some point in the fourth quarter. They could have slowed the game down only because they still had two or three possessions left. They were going to get the ball two or three times probably by, by the odds average. But they were still in it. And the fact that they were right. still in it, I was happy about that because somebody said, you know, even though the score is within three now, let's keep what's work, keep doing what's working. Yes. Yeah, that was a good call. The Vikings can be very irritating when they stop doing what's working. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, no and I want to go back to what Ted just talked about. I want to reflect on something that Ted just talked about. Maybe you guys can enlighten me on it. The first three drives of this game, this is something I've seen happen with the Vikings a lot. I know you get the ball the first time, you have an incomplete pass, you run it up the middle, another incompletion, you got a punt, three and out, whatever. When you start a game with three or four crappy drives, and I, I, they didn't do that in Dallas, what nope. is going on? I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, again, my, my only answer is, the Vic Fangio defensive scheme is voodoo for the Vikings offense. I, they, they don't match up well for whatever reason, and they don't do well against a lot of those looks. And I, I don't know why. I, I just I don't get it. But 
It didn't look like the Vikings. No, it, they didn't. And, no. and the thing that really bugged me, they were down, I think it was 17 to nothing. It might have been 20 to nothing. But I'd have to go back and look play by play. But they had a they had a really nice play to Diggs that was nullified by a penalty, by a holding call on Riley Reef. So instead of first down in Denver territory, they, they now had a first and 20. And then Cook went for like a yard. And then on second down, they, they ran like a screen pass or a draw. A second and right. 19, they ran a draw. And then on third and 19, they did a, a stupid screen pass with freaking Abdullah. Terrible. I mean, it just felt like the Vikings were, were, were like, whatever. We're just going to get off the field here and, and call it a half and then just try and figure things out. It's like they weren't even trying on that last drive. And that was particularly irritating for me because it like it, it to me, it sent a message as, as we don't know what to do. We have no idea what to do. We're just going to. We're just going to not try and do any more damage by turning the ball over, uh, and 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 then that's exactly what they did on the next punt return or whatever. So there, there was I, no attacking at all. No, there was no. And now, that, that's 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 what I'm getting. That was my question: is where's the attack? It just looked like really playing scared, and they weren't and they attacking. Were, they were attacking Dallas. Let me tell yeah, you. And, and in the second half, that's all they did. They they threw right. the ball downfield. They they you know they they got they got Cook on the perimeter instead of. Amir Abdullah? Really? Amir Abdullah? Come on! Why, why, is, why is Amir Abdullah even in the game when you're down by more than 10 points? Why? Which leads to our next question by Lynn Jensen. What do you think about the halftime adjustments of Zimmer across the nineteen or the 2019 season compared to today? Did he make those right adjustments versus earlier in the season? Hey, We've got a winning record. So, obviously, there's only a few adjustments that didn't pay off. But did today's make a difference? Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, they won even nothing, and they won 27-23. Which I mean, is the biggest deficit he has ever come back from. So, so yeah. I mean, he made I, – I think it's a, it's it's a – it's a combination of adjustments and, and player execution. And, and then the, the amount, the, the different type of play card, because we were just talking about that. The, the Vikings were very passive, both offensively and defensively. And, and I, I, maybe that's the thing that bugs me the most. When they start off the game, they, they let the action come to them and they react. They, they don't force the action. Right. We've talked about against, that before. And that drives but last us Last week against nuts. Dallas, they did. On, on offense, anyways, the Vikings said, this is what we're going to do. Stop us. And, and today it felt like they were saying, well, this is what Denver's doing. Maybe we can do this instead and stay, instead of saying, stop this. Because in the second half, that's, what, that's the mentality. They, they had to go to that mentality because they were down by 20 points. And it, and it worked. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Drew, what do you think? I think about a lot of things, David. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, I'm thinking if I'm making a credit list and giving out game balls, Mike Zimmer's not even in my top ten. I know you want to talk about adjustments and this and that. And, yeah, he did make adjustments, but it's been happening for so long under his regime. How about make the adjustments halfway through the first quarter? Yeah, that would be nice. I agree. We do that. I mean, can we not? And, and, actually, if you talk to guys who, you know, I've had guys tell me who have played that says, when you go in at halftime, 
there's not a big sit down meeting with a uh, dry erase board. This is what we're going to do. You don't have time for any of that shit. You have time to just maybe make a couple minor, minor changes. So you're not making drastic adjustments. But Zimmer found a way to get it done. And he, he was, he, I think he was angry in the first half with all the dumb mistakes. That jumping offside, well, that happened in the third quarter when Wilson jumped offside yeah. and we had him on a three and out. Oh, uh, making adjustments, and we we ended up winning the game. So I'll you know, I give him that. But you got to have your team ready to play. I mean, your team can't come out and do that every week. I don't. Well, I, then that if, was if the I, big but, deal to me. I had said in our thread, via Twitter or via Galhorn, the folks come out <laughs> and looking at this as we're coming into the the buy. So let's take this off. And it was like, if I'm Zimmer, I'm saying, no, you play your ass off or you don't get any time off. Period. This is an important game. You play it that way. And why they didn't for the first half, I don't know. Whether it's Zimmer not portraying that, not emphasizing that, which is his responsibility, or the players themselves saying, fuck it, we're going to go smoke weed and drink beer. I don't know. But either way, they need to come in and play. Allegedly. Allegedly, (laughs) that's right. You got it. I think think the players kind of play for each other, and the coaches want them to – coaches have to get them ready, but I don't think they collectively say, you know – I'm thinking about golfing right now. They're out there to win, to play for each other, make plays next to each other. You would think. think. I'm not, I don't think they're thinking about the bye week. But, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not in the huddle with them. Eddie so, Van Halen says, J-Ron curses the MVP of this game for the defensive stop. Do you agree? Not on that pass he bit on where the guy took him deep. That was horrible. <laughs> it was. <laughs> that was bad. Um, I seen a towel fly up in the air, and I seen Sutton running down the field. <laughs> All I fucking... Like Curse said, oh, shit. Oh, shit. You mentioned something a minute ago about Eric Wilson's penalty on on fourth down that gave the Broncos a first down, and I believe that that led to their only points of the second half field goal. Remote, right into the sheetrock. It went to a thousand pieces. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you were only down to one. Do I need to send you another one? (laughs) You know, we've talked this year about – the Vikings and 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 coaching and discipline and all that. And this is the most undisciplined team I think Mike Zimmer's had. I mean, they've had penalties before and, and everybody makes a dumb penalty. Every team has one or two dumb penalties a game in a in a critical situation. Gives a team a first down, whatever. That was DEFCON one dumb. That was but, dumb. But is maybe it's and maybe it's just me this year, but this team consistently Whenever they have a good play on offense, like that that long pass to Diggs in the first half that maybe got them on track and Reef was called for holding, or the Wilson offside penalty that gave Denver a first down, or that Rhodes P.I. that gave Denver first and goal in the first half, it just seems this year the Vikings defense, or the Vikings as a whole, <laughs> are just horrible with their team discipline. 
<laughs> they the are Vikings worse than they out have of the store. They got their new tennis shoes on, right? They went to Foot Locker. They got these bitchin' white tennis shoes. Look at me! And they stroll out of the, show, the store, and they step in a big pile of dog shit. And they go, oh, shit. So they go back into the store, and they hose it off. They hose off the shoe, right? They wipe it down, get it all clean, and then they walk out of the store and step in the same pile again. <laughs> That's what they do. Stop with the same mistake. Stop. But. 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 They're 8-3 and three going into the bye. They are 8-3, and three, Stefano. You ain't lying with that beard either. You're telling the truth. <laughs> That is a they are, and, that, and the game's right. That's the bottom line. Yeah. We played, guys, we played piss poorly and we won this game. So that's what we always bitch about. We, exactly. So David Stefano is correct. When all the shit cinders down and you, your shoes have shit on them and all that is done, eight and three. So he's exactly. right. But, yeah. but us as fans say, why the constant mistakes? Like Ted said, two good plays, walk in, and then something happens. Damn it. Well, in our yeah. corners, we got work to do with our corners because we are getting worked by wide receivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's very troubling. I mean, I don't like, even think Zimmer wants them out there anymore. The, well, the Xavier's as old as I am, and I'm the oldest among us <clears throat> three. What do you do with Rhodes, Ted Glover? You can't keep putting him out there. Who are you going to put? Hugh, I, mean, I don't know. Got, I don't... Hughes got toasted for 15 catches on 150 yards last week. <laughs> and he got <laughs> toasted this week too. But if Rose is getting a flag, he's giving up a pass, or he's not he's missing yeah. the tackle. What about that tackle he missed on that drive on that third down play? Yeah. When that was we we tackled him there, we're sure they're gonna have to go for it on fourth down, but that was a huge miss. If he when stays Barr outside, if he stays outside and forces that play back inside, I can't remember who who was covering. I it might have been Kendricks. I'd have to go back it and was look. Barr because Barr had to tackle. Barr, okay, it was Barr. If if he stays outside. Barr comes in and cleans that play up, and it's not a first yeah, down. Philip Lindsay made Rhodes look like he was in a yoga position. I mean, he so did Cortland Sutton. So, I, I, what do you do? You keep play after play after play. I mean, you don't, you have no choice. You can't put anybody else out there. But it's getting to the point where it's like other other teams see this shit. They're gonna see it. The Vikings right. are gonna have. I mean, it's it's down the road. But this offseason, the Vikings are gonna have to have a lot of serious discussions about. Xavier Rhodes, when not he comes back. Remember, anyway. we did spicy hot takes. Well, oh, tailgatemaster.com, i.e., Scott Backstrom writes, Meow, meow, come back, cow. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Let's do it. Meow, meow, come back, cow. Anyways. All right, so, hey, Drew, who's your game ball? Who are you giving your game ball to? Probably myself for putting up with that shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn it. Go to Dave first. I need to think for a sec. All right, Dave. Who, so he doesn't know what he's doing. Who do I think? Oh, Mike that's Zimmer. a good question. No. <laughs> no. But. Adjustment. I will give the coaches for that halftime adjustment and going to a two-minute offense, i.e. no huddle in the second half. They changed it up. They made the adjustment. It worked, and they defeated the Denver Broncos. I will give it to the coaching staff for making that decision in the second half. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out here. I'm gonna go. 
Well, it seems like the obvious choice. I'm going to go Kirk Cousins on my offense because I think as bad as that first half went and as down as he, he was, he showed us something by not folding completely and bringing his team back to win. So that deserves a game ball in, in my in my point. And my other one, I'm going to give my other one to Jaleel Johnson. I thought he rocked today. All right. I thought he, he was clogging up the middle. He had a tackle for loss. I think he had a sack thrown in there. He was filling in today, and he filled out fine, uh, nicely in the middle. So I'm giving him a game ball, him and Cousins. I'm going to go – I'm not, I'm not going to pick the same guys you did. Um, but Cousins was my first choice. So I'm going to go with Stephon Diggs. Who made who made some great catches? Uh, honorary honorable mention. Rudolph. Um, okay. On offense, on defense, I I, I kind of agree with uh, Eddie Van Halen that J. Ron Curse stepped in mm-hmm. after Harrison Smith went out and he made some great plays. He he got he made had a couple of pass breakup breakups. Trey Wayne's had a nice pass breakup in the end zone there at the end, but J. Ron Curse. Of all the players that needed to step up and make a play, he made two or three of them at the end of the game to preserve the victory. Because he's playing for his next contract with a different team. Yes. Probably. I agree. Now, Andy. Going Austin Cutting and Mike Zimmer. Those are his game balls. No, <laughs> no. Austin Cutting has nothing to do with today. Today, Eddie go. writes. Good job, Lieutenant. Draft DBs in round one, two, and three, and things are soft. And I Who agree, Eddie Van Halen, Edwin draft what? Broadmarker, DBs, defensive backs. He needs he defensive that. backs. Oh. And I agree, we're looking at <laughs> Mike Zimmer and the Vikings might be looking for a number one quarterback in round one. Come in the 2020 draft. I agree. Uh, quarterback, you think, really? Corner. Cousins is playing this year? Corner back. Oh. As in DB, defensive back. Ah, ah. Oh, my God. That was disturbing. You know, it, <laughs> I, I would argue left tackle is a bigger need right now. I I don't even. You know what? I don't even want to talk about the draft right now. Yeah, I'm let's wait. go with the season. We got. Let's, we got. let's let's focus on the fact that the Vikings won a game where in 99 times so far this year they would have or lost. maybe even longer. Uh, you know how many wins? You were down 20 to nothing at the half. There was zero. Zero. The Vikings are the first team in 100 games to win after being down 20 to nothing at the half. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? Warts of this game. And lipstick on the pig, whatever cliches you want to say for for ugly, putting pretty on ugly, I don't care. The Vikings won this football game when it looked with 30 minutes to go, they had zero chance. And they won. And Kirk Cousins played well. The defense played a lot better in the second half. And they got it done. And what would you say? It would say, woohoo, that had never been done before. Absolutely. Skull Vikings! Skull! Yes. Your blood back count is 1.7, brother. Oh, I'm sure it is, but I'm not driving, so it doesn't matter. You know what I'm doing this rest of the afternoon while I'm watching football? I got a lot of people that were texting me and emailing me and and laughing and shit. I'm going to bust all their nuts wide open. (laughs) Oh, do that. Bam, bam, bam. Hey, hey, before we get out of here, can I tell one quick drunk Army story? Absolutely. 
Andy can tell the Glover story. Double him up. This is not Don Glover. This is just this is a Ted Glover story. So I'm at Fort Campbell. Uh, and and the series 47 simulators at Fort Campbell, and so we have to go there twice a year to do our our flight simulator stuff. And we stayed at this hotel in Clarksville, Tennessee. Or no, Tennessee. right across the river in Tennessee. I I can't remember the name of town. And there's a bar in there, and we're sitting there, and we had we had a long day in the sim, and there were five or six of us. We're all in our flight suits, and we're drinking. And a bunch of these Vietnam uh, Army Ranger guys had come in. They were having it was it was long range. Ranger uh, Recon, the LERP guys, they were a bunch of badasses in Vietnam. Right. <clears throat> and they were having a reunion at Fort Campbell, so they come in. And we're kind of toasted. And we'd had a few beers, but these guys were hammered. They'd been drinking all day. And they came <laughs> down and they sat My down. My kind right of guys. They sat down right next to us. This one dude is just, he can't, he's like Stefano is right now. He's absolutely, <laughs> he's absolutely fried. He can barely talk. And and he and he puts his arms around me, and he looks at my he looks at my name, and yeah, you because know, I got my name tag on there. He's like, "How how how you spell your name, cowboy?" I said, "It's uh, <laughs> it's Smith." Just all the letters are silent. He said, "I'll tell you what, Smitty." <laughs> Funny. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. You helicopter pilots, you're something else. You 101st. Uh, no, we're we're eighty second. We're from I was stationed at Fort Bragg at the time, <laughs> and he he, he he recoils like this. He's eighty second. Yeah, and he looks at me. He said, "You know what? I'd rather have a sister in a whorehouse than a brother in the eighty second Airborne Division." <laughs> How do you think oh. about that, Smitty? <laughs> Holy crap! Oh, and then we we ended up drinking like two. It was a great time. Had a had a, had a have a had a heck of a good time. <laughs> Hoorah! <laughs> and every single one of those guys, there are like four or five of them, every single one of them had this absolutely harrowing story about being rescued by a helicopter pilot in Vietnam. So we drank for free all night, man. It was great. <laughs> yeah, those are some stories I'd love to hear. Oh, good time. Good time. Well, but, like tonight. Drunkenness reminded me of that. So, <laughs> Like tonight, come from behind victory, where Zimmer made halftime adjustments. There it is. He has to get it in there. Zimmer made the halftime. Zimmer. Well, actually, it's probably Stufanski, but I'll I'll credit Zimmer. Oh, shocker. (laughs) Zimmer that got us into the 20-point hole, too, dude. So credit (laughs) him with that also. Anyways, we take that (laughs) into the bye week. 8-3. Number two in the NFC North, unfortunately. We've got to overtake the Team from Wisconsin. Man, we dodged a bullet. You know what, guys? If we lose this game today, that it's gonna kill our whole season. That's how I it feel. Really would have. It, 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 when it was like twenty to three or twenty to seven, I was sitting there thinking to myself and thinking and thinking, going, "All right, seven and four. My God, this is just the fact that we lost at home to a three and six team. That's gonna carry. It's gonna be bad. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad we avoided all that. I think the Vikings playoff shot went over. Went chances went over like ninety percent with that win. Probably. I I I I looked at five thirty eight a couple days ago. I meant to look at it for that playoff thing. I'm gonna. Well, do, I looked yeah. back at hey, two fourteen stats time? and they were eighty eight point like eight percent for making the playoffs. I have but a question. With this, so, it's Ted, gonna look be up higher. when you're down twenty to nothing at halftime. What are the odds for winning? I'd like to know that percentage. Probably, I don't know if they have that, but I'll try and find it. Okay. One in a hundred, literally. 
Gotta be low. Gotta be low. Regardless of who you're playing. Even if you're playing right. We know Zimmer hadn't done that before. So. Well, he shouldn't have gone down 20 to nothing to freaking Denver. Well, I agree. It's adjustments. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Adjustments there, Drew. Don't step in the same pile twice. We about done because I got to make a couple adjustments here. I'm waiting to hear the (laughs) Miami homeboy speech. Let's hear it. Drew, any last words? Meow, meow, Viking cow, and I will see you, cats. On the flip flop. Yeah. <laughs> Ted, you got anything? Eight and three. Enjoy the bye because you need that. You're going to need that week to make your travel plans to Miami. Yeah. Super Bowl, homeboy. <laughs> Skull Vikings. We win this game. Let's win more. Yeah, baby.